All right, here we are for August 16th, 2021. It's the news. I'm going to tell you about what I did this week. All right, what did we do this week? This was a pretty exciting week. Got in. Not too much going on. Saturday hit. Went to an all-Buick show at uh, Maddie's Bar and Grill down in New Berlin, Wisconsin. It was a great show. Um, I belonged to a car club. Alley Rats, Alley Rats Car Club, Milwaukee. Great group of guys. Anyway, you know, uh, a couple of the guys were showing their cars there, and I wanted to go check them out. And it's kind of nice to see, you know, like the all Buicks. That was really cool. You know, there was some really nice rides there. Yeah, it was just really exciting. It was a lot of fun. Now, the Alley Rats, they're just, you know, you'll see me here at the, September 18th at the Southridge Mall in Wisconsin. Yeah, Southridge Mall, just south of Milwaukee. They're going to be a big, huge car show. And I'll be there. I'll be taking photos. And that's put on by the Alley Rats Car Show uh, group. Yeah, it's a, or car club, I should say. I'm a fairly new member, but I went to one of their meetings back in the spring. And I was, like, really impressed with the way they ran it. And I really liked, you know, the the guys who I was talking to. They didn't know me. And I was talking to them. They were real friendly and, and uh, real knowledgeable. And, you know, if you really want to. You know, if you really want to get into, let's say you get into cars or something, you know, then surround yourself with people that are into it too, because that's how you learn things. They're going to know tips and tricks and things. They'll probably tell you things about your car you don't even know. I know I've, I know I have learned a few things. So I highly recommend it. So anyway, uh, September 18th, you'll see me there. I'll be taking photos. And if you're there and you see me, let me know. I'll take your photo. I'll put it up in the, on the YouTube channel. That'd be kind of fun, huh? YouTube channel. Oh, I snuck that in there. I wasn't even trying. That's TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. Now, what else did we do? The Buick show was great, right? It was a long day Saturday. So right after we did the Buick show, then we cruised over, or I should say I cruised over to Waupon. That's W-A-U-P-O-N. It is a very small town in Wisconsin. I mean, like really small. And they have the huge truck show. They just cram all these trucks in. I didn't even know about it. I couldn't believe it. You know, and I made a mistake. I was driving a midlife crisis convertible. And when you're driving to a pond, you go through some very, uh, you know, like the, the cattle field, you know, cattle areas and all that. And, oh, my God, the smell was intense. You know, I was like, why did I put the top down? Oh, my God, what was I thinking? Oh, it was horrible. But then I got to a pond, and it was pretty nice. And... Yeah, they did it at, uh, I don't know, it was like some community center or something. And then they I got there right after the thing started. So if you go to TWK Trucking with Kingfish on YouTube and you see the parade, I started a few minutes late because I didn't get there in time because I was at the Buick show and probably started about 10, 15 minutes late. So there's other, I missed part of the parade, but the parade was, oh, I got a lot as it was. I haven't edited it down yet. I haven't had time. I did do something today. It was my birthday. Sunday was my birthday. Yeah, I'm getting old. Well, actually, I've been old for a while. Anyway, so Sunday, I didn't, I didn't have time to do it. So I'm going to do it next week. I'll have the Wapon stuff up by next week, hopefully. Maybe I'll have some of it up this week if I get a chance to edit it while I'm in the sleeper when we're in Montana or the Dakotas. That's where I'm going to be in Montana, Dakotas this week. But that being said, so here's what happened. I showed up, and I got the trusty 5D Mark III. Yeah, I love that camera. It's an older model, but I know it, and it feels comfortable. And it it's big, and that's one thing I like about it, the fact that people know what I'm doing. 
and they recognize, I think they recognize the camera more than they recognize me. So anyway, I also brought, I had to get a drink of water, so I feel a little dry. So anyway, I got a, I brought the GoPro also. It's on a little gimbal, it's an old GoPro 5. I wanted to get some, I thought I'd be moving around. Well, I made a mistake of trying to hold the 5D Mark III and the GoPro at the same time. Just wasn't going to happen. I couldn't do it. You know, there's nothing worse than jumpy shots. It's just the worst. So I looked around real quick, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's these three young ladies, you know, teenagers, and they were watching a parade. And I looked down, and I said, hey, are you responsible? And one girl goes, yeah, I think so. I said, good, here's my camera. Hold it. Point it whatever you think looks interesting. Uh, don't worry about it. It'll stay level because it's in the gimbal. And uh, when we're done, let me uh, tell me where your parents are so I can ask, so I can talk to them about taking your photo for the for the YouTube channel. Never, ever take pictures of kids unless their parents say it's okay. Always talk to the parents. And, uh, you know, it's like I always tell the kids, if anybody tells you not to tell your parents, go tell your parents. You know, because there's, you know, just do it. So, because who's got your best interest at heart? You may argue, but they do mean the best. So anyway, uh, so the so the young lady, Amber, that's who I got, she was doing it until I think her arm got a little tired there for a while, but she was a good trooper and it was just, she did a great job and I was really, uh, uh, you know, I was really happy with some of the footage. I haven't seen it all, but I've seen a little bit of it and I think she did a great job. Then everybody was honking their horns and you could hear the trucks roll by and I thought, wow, I'd like to get a separate audio of that. So her sister was there. So I said, here, hold my phone and I put it on record. So I, 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 uh, you know, I, these kids I don't know. I just randomly grabbed for where I was at, and they helped me do the video. So when you when I put it up next week, a lot of the work I'm going to put up two different versions of the same parade, one with the 5D and then one with the GoPro. We'll see which you guys can decide which one's better. I think maybe the girls may have shot a better uh, better one than I did, but uh, you know, it was like it was just it was fantastic. You know, they were these kids were so friendly and. It was really nice, and it was you know there was uh, there was a few of them there with their little brother. So I says, um, you know, what's your names? You know, and I think the one was uh, Sabrine. You know, the the racetrack, and then the the second girl was Daytona. I'm like, why? You're kidding me, right? And then of course there was a little Amber, and then and their little brother Bentley. Now, I I got the footage, and then you know the I was waiting for the trucks to come back for the parade, and then lucky for me the I'd ask, well, where's your parents? You know, because I need to talk to them. Because, like I said, I can't take a photo without the parents. And then, oh, they're in the tow truck. Oh, really? So mom and dad, they're the Mueller's. They're a really nice family. Just super nice family. They were in the tow truck in the lead of the parade. And, you know, the big, huge semi-tow trucks. You know, these guys, you know, these are the guys that go out in all kinds of weather. They, they do... You know, they're not the ones you want to have to call, but they're the ones that, you know, when you do have to call them, you're glad people like this showed up. Because, you know, it is really an art what these guys can do, and it's just amazing. And, you know, it might save your life. You know, these guys are first responders. And, you know, for me, they fall into the category of cop, firemen, ambulance drivers, you know, stuff like that. Because they really do, you know, they do save lives. And they see things that, the rest of us don't get to see or shouldn't see. So my hat's off to them, and they're just super nice people. So I talked to uh, Mom and Dad Mueller, and uh, 
they came out and I guess mom drives the flatbed and you know, she's a tiny little thing. It's amazing. And then Mr. Mueller, um, Oh, I can't remember Mr. Mueller's first name. I think it was Mike. Anyway, he's a really nice guy. You could tell he knew his stuff and uh, I got a picture of him and his crew. You'll see that in the YouTube video I put out next week. So the two tow trucks pulled in and I'm like, well, which one's your dad? Oh, he's a little guy. <laughs> he wasn't that little, but that's the way the girl said it. And, you know, but, uh, you could tell he knew his stuff. So it was a really nice family. So, uh, basically what I'm trying to get at is, uh, thanks to the Mueller's for helping me out, uh, take the video and record some of the audio for it, which I haven't put up yet. I'll do that next weekend. And uh, it was just really nice meeting this family. I think they were just, yeah, they were just a really nice family. So anyway, that's all I got with that. And then I got back, you know, my intro is really long today. So I went, I got back and then I stopped at Culver's, which is an ice cream place up here. You know, the burger, butter burger, ice cream place up here in Wisconsin, fast food. So I got a couple of concrete mixers and uh, it's, uh, you know, shakes or whatever. I usually call them blizzards at Dairy Queen, same kind of thing. Anyway, I, uh, I was in the Mustang. I made a turn and, oh, of course, I spilled one of them and it knocked all over the seat. And, oh my God, it took me about an hour to clean that mess up. It was all over my leather seats. Oh, and then it soaked through the seat and ended up on the floor. And I was like, oh, what a pain in the ass. Then I thought, well, this can't get any worse, you know, because I had to clean all that. So I went in, I was carrying the other one. I had like one and a half by the time I taped it over. So I carried that inside. And before I could get upstairs, I dropped them both. The container, you know, flipped out of my hand when I was carrying my stuff in because I had all the camera stuff in. Anyway, when that happened, guess what? Yeah, it hit the ground and then it like splattered and bounced up. And I don't even know how this happened because it was these little plastic cups covered me from like head to toe with ice cream. I literally had ice cream all over me. It was in my hat. It was on my shoes. It was on my shirt. I had it all over my hands. Oh, I couldn't. I was like, whatever. So I used my knuckle to get in the building. I live in a secure building. Typed in the code, used my knuckle because I didn't want anything to get, get anything sticky. I get upstairs. Luckily, my wife was still awake because I, I didn't want to touch anything because I was all sticky. She opened the door, just looked at me, and started laughing. <laughs> I don't blame her. Uh, I felt kind of silly. And then I went straight to the shower and, you know, took all my stuff off. And, you know, I was like, it's just like, God, this is so stupid. So, anyway, that was my day on Saturday. And this was probably about 10 minutes after midnight. So, going into Sunday. So, I guess the funny part about all this is what was, you know, by the time I spilled it, I, it was Sunday. So, and Sunday was my birthday. So, 10 minutes into my birthday, I splattered myself with ice cream. And uh, that's how I started my birthday off. And then later on that day, my son came over with my grandson and we got to go to the fair and there was too many people there and it was kind of miserable there because of the amount of people that were at the Wisconsin State Fair. But um, I don't care. My grandson was there and my son was there and his wife joined in. You know, it's just really good to see them, all three of them. It's just really nice to see them doing well, you know. So anyway, that's all I got. It's one of those kind of days. But, uh, you know, if you don't laugh about it, you know, what are you going to do? So, anyway, next week I'll have the Wapon stuff up. It'll all be up next week. I just didn't have time to do it this week because we had too much going on. But the Wapons, oh, my God, the trucks. There were so many amazing trucks. 
So, you know, and a lot of cab overs. I probably saw more cab overs there than anywhere else I've seen. So that was pretty exciting. And I'm definitely going to hit it next year and do it a little bit more intense. You know, and in the meantime, if you go on YouTube, just look up Bullpon Truck Show. There was a few people covering and doing photos and stuff well worth looking at. Um, I don't know who was all there, but I know there was quite a few people doing that. So anyway, that's all I got. So let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish. All right. right here. We're just talking about tow truck drivers. So we're going to talk about this here. On August 8th, and where was this at? Richmond, Texas, at 1.30 p.m., a car, you know, a, you know, a cop pulled over a truck. He was going to check him out. The cop was still in the car. Looks like the truck was, you know, you know they're on the side of the shoulder. Some car comes up behind, hits the cop car, spins him out, sends him into traffic, and then he gets hit by another truck. So the cop gets banged up. So, you know, what what is what what can we learn from this? We can learn that if the car would have gone over and you know get away in the you know would have moved over one lane, he never would have hit the cop, and everybody would be fine. So, all I can say is, you know, you see somebody on the side of the road, you see somebody on the shoulder, get over. All right. Just get over. There's people working, especially tow truck guys. They're hooking stuff up. You know, they're walking around. The traffic's right there. Just get over. It's not going to hurt you to do it. And it might save someone's life. So just get over. Okay? That's all I'm asking. All right. You know, it's not that much. All right. It sounds like Nebraska is going to start using drones for crash investigations. Now, they only have like 19 troopers that are allowed to do that they got to pass the faa administration you know the fa you know the faa the federal aviation administration yeah i screwed that up it is a part 107 certification as an un unmanned aerial vehicle so if you're going to be like a drone pilot and you want to make money you got to pass the you know 107 it's just a thing you got to do so anyway they're going to you know or for stuff like this so they're going to start using drones for accident investigations um, I, you know, I can understand why they do that, but how long is it going to be before they start using them for other things? That's the stuff that kind of makes me a little nervous. I guess we'll find out. You know, once you open those kind of things, it's hard to put the genie back in the bottle. All right, let's get moving on. This is a bizarre story. I don't, there's no details on here, but it says there a woman running naked along a Washington highway was struck by a semi-truck. Last week, August 10th at 8.30 p.m. So this is on I-5 near Vancouver. So apparently she was running down the shoulder and then started weaving in and out of traffic. And she's running down the road naked. So who knows? It doesn't say her age or anything. So 
I don't know. Who knows what happened? Hopefully, it's his life-threatening injury, so hopefully she'll be okay, but I don't know. Just You don't know what the story is and stuff like this. It could be anything. So, and also when you're out there, be careful. It's not just deer that'll run in front of you. All right, let's get moving on. All right, due to flood damage, US 60 in Arizona is closed. Uh, let's see, between Superior and Miami until further notice. So, it's going to be a while. Now, this detour is, what was it, 70 miles long? Oh, it's a 70 mile detour with a 10% downgrade. Wow. That's, a, you know, 10% is pretty big. I thought 6% was pretty rough, uh, you know, for a long distance. It doesn't say how long the, the downgrade is, how long it is, but you know what? Just find a way around that if you can. I don't like, I went down a 9% downgrade once, and I thought it was pretty intense. So just be careful. All right? Keep that in mind when you're going in that area, okay? U.S. 60 closed between Superior, Miami, and uh, Arizona. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's a road I've never been on. It's over in Vermont. It's uh, aptly named, you know, a Smuggler's Notch. You know, when you hear a name that's kind of ominous, like, you know, Smuggler's Notch, or the Grapevine, or Cabbage, you know, for Hill, when you hear names like that for, you know, like, roads like Eisenhower Tunnel, you know, uh, places, you know, places like that, it's best to, you know, figure out exactly what you're dealing with before you get there. So anyway, guy in a pickup truck, he's got a long trailer, he's hauling some stuff. You can't drive through there, it's too tight. So he didn't make it. Now that's uh, Route 108, which is near Cambridge, just between Cambridge and Stove, Stove, Vermont. So, even looking at the photos, yeah, he got stuck, didn't make it. Plenty of signs saying don't go through there, but people do it all the time anyway, miss the signs, follow GPS, stuff like that. Don't trust your GPS, use your head. Anyway, the first offense, if you go on Smuggler's Notch and you get caught, is, well, you're going to get caught because you're going to have to get a tow truck. $1,197, which this guy got. Second offense, $2,347. I don't know why you'd do it twice. And then, of course, as they say, any offense, completely avoidable. So if you're up in that area, do not take 108, Vermont 108, because you will not get through there, and you will get a huge fine. All right, let's get moving on. All right. Let's talk about human smuggling. This is bad stuff, all right? Don't mess around with it. So a driver was doing this, and he had a bunch of people in the truck. I think this is the story we talked about a few months back, uh, you know, back in December. So this guy, Driver Howard, you know, Michael Howard, Howard, he uh, was driving his truck to the primary inspection lane at the, Aver the Javier Vega Jr. Border Patrol checkpoint, all right, near Sarita. A canine named Gaz, yeah, the dog got him, alerted to the vehicle, prompting authorities to send in a secondary inspection. Yeah, the dog got it, all right? I don't know how I could tell, but he did. Anyway, the law enforcement conducted a thorough inspection and located six people hidden between pallets of boxes. They also found four more in the cab. All were determined to be illegally present in the United States. The jury heard from several agents who testified about the inspection of the vehicle and the discovery of the illegal citizens. They also heard recorded testimony of one of the smugglers, smuggled individuals. 
The defense attempted to convince the jury that aliens had assaulted and kidnapped Howard. However, he was the driver of the vehicle and the individuals held inside were restricted to compartments or otherwise locked in the trailer. Yeah, it's kind of hard to hold somebody hostage when you're locked in a trailer. Uh, the jury did not believe Howard's defense and found him guilty as charged. So he's going to face up to five years in prison and a possible 250000 maximum fine. All right, he will remain in custody pending a hearing. So basically what it comes down to is don't do human smuggling. It ain't worth it. You can end up doing time. All right? Just don't do it. It's some evil shit, okay? Seriously. Evil. All right, let's get moving on. All right, looks like that's all we got for this week. Not too much going on. I didn't do a lot of research this week because I was out shooting that truck show and also that Buick show. So, I don't know, maybe we'll come up with something better next week. Or more next week. I shouldn't say better because a lot of this stuff isn't better. It's not even nice to hear about. But that being said, next weekend I'll have the Wapan truck videos and the photos up. I think it's going to be really nice. It's uh, It's just a fantastic show. Everybody there was so friendly. You know, they were all into it. There were some really nice trophies given out, too. I get, I didn't I didn't get as many trophy photos as I would have liked to have gotten. I got some. But next year I'll do it better. I'm still doing videos. I'm still doing photos. You know, I'm still learning. I'm a truck driver. I'm not a, you know, photographer. I do this as a hobby. But that being said, if you were at the Wapan Truck Show... And you, next week, when you see any of those photos or your trucks, let me know. I'll send you a copy of your photo. No charge. Uh, you guys already put enough time and effort into your rides. I'm certainly not going to charge for your photo of it. And everybody that, everybody that uh, lost my words for a second, everybody that was there that uh, posed for me and talked to me about their trucks, I just want to th- say thanks. That was really fantastic. You know, I know people were out there. They were doing a lot. They had a lot of going on. And they were all over the place and, you know, getting ready for the show and the parade. And it was just amazing. And, you know, it was just a super, super friendly show. But that's Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a great place. This this was primarily, I'd say mostly people from Wisconsin. But you, oh my God, the rides. They were, they marveled anything at any of the other truck shows I've seen. Well, Bon, you did a great job. All right, that's all I got. I can't think of anything else. I got to get ready for work. I'm going to Montana in a few hours. Lovely Montana. Then I go to Billings. I go to Billings. Then I go to St. Paul. Then I go back to Billings. And then I get to go back to Chicago. Then I go home. Every week. So, but then I get a vacation here pretty soon. Don't know where we're going yet, but it'll be fun. All right. That being said, Kingfish out. Peace. And remember, get over for tow trucks. Get over. Okay, get over it.